empty cup Just crack a smile and fill it up Fill it up Welcome to After the Final Pour. I'm Tony Golick. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, you are. I am. Thank you. Thank you for confirming that. You know, you 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 guys know what this is. This is after the final pour. It's uh, I'm Tony Golick. <laughs> it's part of the malting hour. It's what we do. We throw these in between where Brandon and I and sometimes Clark drink a beer either together or with uh, a, a guest of some sort. Tonight it's just me and Brandon. Uh, I am Tony Golick, one of the hosts of the malting hour. Joined always with Brandon Winninger. Clark is not here. He has already had this beer and had his own thoughts on it. Uh, and, and, and it's interesting because this is kind of a, a precursor to next week's episode because we had a chance to go to Short Fuse um, just recently and sat down with Head Brewer Brian and we got to drink some really good beers. We got to find out a little bit more about uh, Short Fuse and how they do everything uh and, and actually reflecting back on that and you guys will understand what i'm about to say that interview as fun as it was is kind of all over the place now that looking back at it like we we had us we had some questions that we wanted to ask but we kind of just jumped around uh we'll see how i edit it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was a lot of fun brian was was great it was his day off and he came in uh, to the brewery to talk to us. So thank you, Brian, uh, from Short Fuse. But um, we uh, we got to take some beers home uh, that day. Um, also, thank you again, Brian. Yeah, thanks for the beers. Uh, we all grabbed four separate... Uh, we, th- sorry, we all... The three of us grabbed three separate four-packs and traded beers with each other. And the one that we're drinking is the one that you grabbed, Brandon. For goodness shakes, Baja Blast Milkshake IPA. And um, Brandon, why don't you, uh, you've got better lighting as usual. Why don't you read off what's going on uh, in this beer? There's a lot, a lot happening. There's words so we can read. So I love words. This is uh, like Tony said, uh, for goodness shakes. It's an India pale ale with cherry, orange, lime, grapefruit, and mango. It's a variant of our milkshake IPA series. This version is loaded up. This, okay, I thought I was misreading, but I'm going to go with it. This version (laughs) is loaded up lime and tropical fruits of cherry, orange, grapefruit, and mango, made to replicate a milkshake with the addition of milk sugar for a nice creamy body and fruit puree to sweeten it up. Uh, Pleasant bitterness at the finish to bring home this IPA. So... Uh, yeah, when I when I first popped it open, I smelled blueberries like it, it literally it was like maybe not blueberries, but that's the first thing I picked out, which is not in this beer. But there was like this very strong, fruity aroma. And there still is. Like yeah, even... there, it's, it's 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 lingering. And this beer yeah. is coming in at seven and a half percent. It is we, we, we had an impression about it when we first took a sip. Uh, and started talking about it and now that i've taken more sips and poured more and hearing more of the fruit that's in there i actually like it i actually kind of like it a little bit more than the way i felt when we first started talking about yeah recording yeah so and kind of growing on me it's no secret um of our you know how we wane you know kind of go away from milkshake ipas we hate them (laughs) <laughs> not, no, not all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. No, we had a very select few that we like. 
Brickstone we like. Uh, there, I know there's a couple other ones out there that we... we yeah, so I don't want to say like. we hate them, but like just some of them are just not done well, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, so it doesn't fit our palate, so to speak. I, I picked this four-pack specifically because we have questionable we have questions about i uh you know milkshake ipas to begin with um and it said baja blast on there i'm like really now i gotta get it so like the mountain uh, dew yes but it was also me from taco bell (laughs) i'm gonna get this and not get the like 11 and a half percent beer that clark was drinking all morning um that's gotta make its way onto an oh it will pour (laughs) i mean that's it will at some point yeah it just sounds so good um, but yeah, so it kind of to what Tony said, when we first poured it, um, uh, I, I was getting the, these fruity aromas. I wasn't getting blueberry, but when he said blueberry, I can see where he's coming from. Um, and then the first sip was just, it, it's, I guess that's what it's, it's overwhelming. There's yeah. a lot going on there. It's um, a bit, it's a bit, um, at first sip, it's kind of muddled. Uh, yes. like you said, there's a lot going on, not muddled in the sense where it's like, you know, you don't get anything. You get a lot of the fruits that it mentions, but as, like I said, as, as we, as I've poured more and I kept taking more sips and more sips and more sips, um, I don't think I would classify this myself. Um, as the milkshake IPA, there's, 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 uh, a standard of what I've come to expect from a milkshake IPA. This to me is just a very, uh, very fruity beer, very fruity IPA. There, there is a lot going on here. My first uh, impression was I did not like it. Now, as I'm drinking it a little bit more, Brandon, one of the things that I said to you was that it kind of reminds you of uh, limeade, the cherry limeade, you know, like yep. the old soda where cherry and lime or limeade. Was that a soda? Was, was limeade a soda or is that like Kool-Aid? I don't know, but I, I, know, I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I don't think, but I don't think it was a soda. I think limeade was, it's not a carbonated drink. Although I feel, I I feel like, like if you go back in time, limeade was something that was carbonated, carbonated. I don't know. Hey everybody, if you have an idea of what limeade is, send it to <laughs> us. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's throwing, actually, honestly, what's throwing me off with this beer is the bitterness. I feel like if it was less bitter, it would be something that I would enjoy more. I think it's bad. I don't think there's 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 a market for this, or that there isn't a market for well, this. Well, and the thing is, it's thirty IBU, so it's not that it's yeah. overly bitter. But I think I think the issue is is that you're getting all this fruitiness, and like the you know the can says there's a, a pleasant bitterness at the end, um, but I think that bitterness kind of let it like distract it, it totally detracts everything else. Like now it's like okay, that's all you can focus on on the finish is that is the the hoppy bitterness but i think it's the grapefruit that might be throwing it off that that probably is like um like grapefruit i love grapefruit ipas i love grapefruit and pale ale i like grapefruit in general but i feel like maybe with the lime here and whatever hops that are used like you said it's a very low ibu ipa but there's just kind of like this the back of the tongue like bitterness that uh, is not astringent, but it, it it's kind of sharp. It, 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 I think it's, it's grapefruit. I think it is. Yeah, I think it's trying to find that balance. Um, but like I said, if if maybe if the grapefruit was taken out of this, I think this would be 
solid. I do think that there are a lot of people out there that at least I know who would really like this, who would really, really enjoy this beer. And yeah, and... yeah go ahead. <laughs> I was to say, everybody, go ahead. Um, as you guys will hear from next week's episode, we talk about what Short Fuse does with their beers. There's a lot of over-the-top beers. We talk about their berry white, uh, their their white wheat ale with uh, that tastes like gummy bears, and then they have another beer where they actually have uh, like sour patch kids in their beer. Um, the fruits that they use, how they add these flavors to their beers is, is pretty impressive. Um, they, they definitely go over the top and they really go all in and it's well thought out as well. Like there isn't just like, Hey, let's just throw a whole bunch of shit together and here's a beer. Um, I just feel like maybe it's the grapefruit that's kind of hitting me the wrong way. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I would just to kind of piggyback off that. Like, I'm not gonna dump this beer by any means. Yeah, no, no, no. That's what way. I'm saying. It's like it, it's a very good beer. Um, it's it. I can definitely drink it, and the more I drink it, the yeah. more I actually enjoy it. Um, right. You know, you get used to those flavors. You, you know, you kind of you're expecting that bitterness at the end, and like you know, you just kind of you know wait for the next sip, and it's just as enjoyable because the the flavor profile you get like right up front is super prominent. And what I told Tony, like right before we started recording was cause we both took a sip right in the beginning. And I was like, I'm getting a lot of cherry and I was getting that right at the beginning. And now it's like, I'm getting cherry and lime and I'm, I'm starting to be able to taste more of those different fruits more. Um, yeah. And I like it. And like, this is just weird and kind of gross. I just kind of licked my lips and I was like, I got orange. I, I got orange. Like when I, that's I was, not weird, man. It's a part of the whole experience. Reminiscent of like drinking orange juice and like licking your lips. I was like, Oh man, there's the orange. And I'm like the weird place for you to hang out. Like, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for choosing my lips. Uh, I really like the lime in this and maybe it's because there have been certain beers that I, we we've talked about that have lime in it. And I actually have my, my lime goza. This is the most patient I've been with a beer because I've been so busy that my beer has just sat. It's done fermenting. It's been done fermenting, but I'm actually giving it like the full almost two weeks <laughs> to sit in the fermentation vessel nice. uh, to just kind of, you know, do its thing and, and then finish and make sure that everything's done there. And I'm going to transfer it soon. Uh, but I really, the lime now is kind of sticking out for me. And I really, really like that. I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not, there's a sweetness to it. I don't know if I would classify this as a milkshake IPA. I'm not, I am going to compare a beer here, but I'm not saying like, Hey, this sucks in comparison, but that Brickstone, you know, milkshake IPA that we had really hit it for me where I was like, Oh, okay. I see that. And then, there've been some milkshake IPAs from Maplewood that I've had that are very good. As far as a milkshake goes and what that idea is that I've come to accept is that there is like this, like vanilla sweetness that you're having like a milkshake. And I don't, I don't necessarily get that. There is a sweetness to it. Um, I, I, I guess I would, for me personally, I think, I, and honestly, I, I haven't had Baja Blast Mountain Dew, so I don't know what that's like. But 
even going back now and, and smelling it, as you guys can hear as I'm taking these deep whiffs of the beer, I get a lot of lime. I get, <laughs> I get a lot of lime from it. And I think that's what I'm finding very pleasant about this beer and what I really like about this beer. Um, I, I would definitely have it again um, as far as trying. Uh, it's not turning me off from doing to trying other variants of this beer. I just don't know if it fits the milkshake IPA criteria that I've come to know. Yeah. And I could, and, and that's just my opinion that other people might think otherwise, but I really do like the lime. There is like this lingering flavor of the taste of lime in my mouth as I'm drinking, keep drinking this. And, and so to your, steps. to your point about that, um, I think what would be nice mm-hmm. is if we did have that vanilla aspect that you would get in like those typical milkshake IPAs, like the vanilla and, and I, I guess that's kind of missing because this is drinking like an IPA. It yeah. doesn't have that, like that additional little bit of thickness or a little bit of body that goes with it. Right. Um, but I think that is what would tie it all together for making it like for the description, making it be like a milkshake in a glass with all yeah. these fruits. Yeah. I think that, I think that, that, that exactly what you're saying, like that vanilla, almost like vanilla ice cream sweetness and take off that back bitterness that I think that we're getting from the grapefruit would really round this beer out to make it what I think they were trying to go for. But then again, you know, like I said, I think there is uh, people out there who would really enjoy this. I, I mean, it's just that back bitterness that, that that's kind of bothering me, you know, with this, knowing that it's a milkshake IPA. Um, but like I said, the lime really stands out. I am getting a bit of the orange and a bit of that cherry. And when I open, I don't, I don't get a whole bunch of mango. I think all those citrus flavors are kind of overpowering the mango. And I think that a little bit of a little bit more lactose would really, or vanilla would up the milkshake experience of it. It's, it's, it's very smooth. It's very silky. It's, it reminds me of a nice, like hazy IPA. And, and again, what I'm about to say is not a knock on this beer, but we did see like floaters in there, uh, which also means that they're using, you know, real ingredients. Sometimes, that sediment kind of gets left over into the beer that doesn't get filtered out. That, that doesn't bother me. I, I, I actually, when I see stuff like that in a good beer, I'm like, Oh, look at that. There's, there's something still in there because you use these whole ingredients. And from what we've learned from short fuse, they really do go all in on their beers. So I think it's, I think it's a, a fine enough beer. I, I definitely wouldn't, uh, say it's a bad beer by any means i don't think it's a beer that i would necessarily seek out but i will continue to try the uh forgiveness shakes series because having this it's good enough for me to want to try another one to see what else is out there because this is our first for us at least our introduction to the forgiveness shakes um milkshake ipas that they do and having what we've had in the past and having what we had for the interview, I can only imagine what the other ones taste like. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, you know, piggybacking off that. Like, so when you hear the full interview that we did with Brian, like, like no lie, I, I love the beer that I had. Um, yeah. And I, and I think it was kind of, the sentiment was kind of well-rounded. We each chose a different beer to drink during that episode. Um, 
and we each got beer to take home, like we said, but we kind of did a, a mix up your pack. So we did that. And, you know, the one that I had recently was phenomenal. I loved that beer. Which one um, did you have? Um, what was it? The Juicy? Juice, juice is Loose? Juicy yeah. Lucy? Juicy Lucy is yeah. a burger. I think it's Juice is Loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I, I just kept calling it Juicy Lucy, I was like, I was like, all right. Um, but regardless. Yeah, Juicy Lucy's a burger. Uh, short fuse, the juice is loose is what it's called. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, it was really, really good. It was actually, um, I put it up there, as people have listened before in the past, like Lejou and uh, Son of Juice are some of my favorite, like local hazy IPAs that are readily available that aren't like those crazy over the top um hot bombs or or sweet sweet hazy ipas but yeah the juice is loose is really really good yeah agreed and then you got this one and then i grabbed a tropical hurt locker that i gave a can to jeff's daughter uh and she tried it today and she said it was really really good and that's a raspberry oh shit I think it's like raspberry and passion fruit or apricot, something off to double check the can with a little bit of lactose. So there is that sweetness in there as yeah. well. And she really, really liked it. Um, and she's someone that uh, she doesn't always agree on the beers that I like. So the fact that she really, really liked it, I know that I'm really going to like it. So I'm going to save that can to split with my wife. So I'm nice. very excited to try that one. But yeah, so I mean, I think... This is just, uh, you know what? You you had said, like, not to be gross, to lick your lips, orange juice. Now the aftertaste in my mouth that I haven't taken a sip in a while, there's kind of like that lingering orange juice uh, aftertaste in my mouth. See? I kind of feel like this beer grows on me. It is growing on me. There is yeah. like this, there is like this really nice tropical fruit. I feel like I'm trying to like justify this beer and I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I'm not. It's just, there is that, like that, that strong bitterness or that bitterness, not strong, but like this bitterness bite at the end that just kind of makes me like a little bit of put off by this beer, but it's not a bad beer. It's just. No. And I, I like I said, I, know what you're saying. I, I think, I think that's, well, I think it's a grapefruit and mm-hmm. you have to, if you know it and expect it, it's completely fine. And like, yeah. I've, once we've kind of figured that out, like drinking it, I enjoy it. Like this is solid, yeah. man. Like, um, again, I'm, I'm not a huge milkshake IPA person, so I, I wouldn't necessarily go back, but knowing that there's a huge line of this. And so I just, while we were talking, kind of went in untapped and I checked this. Oh, I saw, I saw, but it came up a whole bunch of like the whole series and like, there's a ton of these. So I would be interested in trying like, Many more of these. Um, I think to know. do this beer justice, um, you know, and and as you guys will hear next week, our interview with Brian from Short Fuse, uh, that how much we really do like their beers and how much we've enjoyed it, that maybe we need to revisit another uh, for goodness shakes uh, for an after final pour with Clark. Yeah, Clark. Uh, Clark's not on this. He didn't. Uh, we. This was kind of a. Last minute Thank I think is yeah, the worst. Um, Brandon, you're about to go out of town and uh, you, we all had this beer, but Clark wasn't able to meet up with us tonight. Brandon or Brandon Clark had this beer already. And he also kind of had the same 
feeling about this beer. Uh, although he is also suffering from uh, some post COVID symptoms, which a lot of people are uh, suffering from that. If you okay. had COVID, it'll, it'll change your taste and, and scent. So he had some different feelings about this beer uh, that it just wasn't clicking right. It, it, from what I'm hearing, people who have had COVID, certain things, certain uh, food, or and, and I don't think it was on the interview, but Clark was talking about um, there are certain wines that he has now that like if he has a red wine, there's like a nutty flavor to it that like nuttiness is not in wine at all. So yeah, we can't really trust what Clark says anymore. Uh, he's just just been. Uh, it's a bit nutty. <laughs> uh, I gotta trim so, that clip down. No, no, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I knew it was coming because I heard it. Uh, yeah, he he he. Had, there's a guy I work with. Uh, he had told me that when it comes to potatoes, there's things like that. When he French fries, any type of potato, whatever, there is this like hmm. off taste to him. So that sucks, man. But uh, yeah, I think Clark. But did Clark did kind of share the same sentiments that we had as far as you know there's just something about it that's it's good not something that maybe we would necessarily have as far as this uh variant of it so short fuse there's things about it that i like things about it that i don't like we're gonna be as honest as possible but for you guys to hear uh about some other short fuse beers that we had that were phenomenal uh brandon you had hop cycle do you remember the hops that were in there was it mosaic and, and citra? citra yeah yep. fantastic combination clark had i think it was called short stacks which was a wheat wine that had maple syrup and cinnamon and cinnamon and, yeah 11 and a half percent so that's what he was doing because that's then, all that uh clark could taste was maple <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, he, and he thought that was great and i had a wild fermented uh peach beer i don't remember the name of it but it was Pesh- very Something. something yeah i i had brian uh, uh it. it was the pesh <laughs> mode i had the pesh yeah. mode yeah. but that was like very crisp and clean not clean but like yeah no it's crisp clean tart and very much a pesh sauvage there you go it was very refreshing that was a very yeah. refreshing beer especially for how hot it was saturday morning Agreed. that we were having a beer in a brewery <laughs> first thing in the morning yeah. uh it was fantastic but you know so short fuse keep doing what you're doing uh looking forward to trying more of the for goodness shakes for goodness uh shakes um and yeah man that's about it you got anything else brandon no man uh like I, like you said i'm looking forward to trying that um and just to kind of do an extra bit of promotion for short fuse. I know um, they have an event coming up called hops in the summer. Yeah, baby. Uh, it's happening on June 12th. I'm pretty sure you can get tickets on their website, uh, but it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's a good old fashioned beer, you know, beer fest. Cause I have not been to it, but I think it's kind of uh, the way Brian describes it in the episode is that you can come there try beers from obviously short fuse. And then they're going to have some uh, guest breweries on tap as well. Uh, and it's kind of just a promotion of hops. They normally do it in the spring, but right. you know, COVID is a bitch and has changed some things. So uh, this allows them to kind of, you know, they're now able to do it this summer. I'm sure it's a limited ticket series. 
but pick up your tickets and you can totally check out uh, Hops in the Summer. I think we, we kind of talked about possibly going out there too. So we'll see, you know, yeah. see what happens. I, I uh, talked to the neighbors today about it and I think uh, we're all going to plan on trying to go out there. Uh, and they're going to have guest taps as well. Um, yeah. And, and, and when we were there, there's like over 20 beers on tap at short fuse they have so much and one of the beers that we didn't try was their shamrock uh stout shamrock shake stout that uh i regret not trying i i should have gone with that i don't i don't regret yeah. getting, the, getting the peach beer but after doing the uh shamrock stout from uh goose island i wanted to have some more of that chocolate uh mint goodness yeah clark was kind of pushing us in that direction um and and actually, in theory, it was only six and a half percent, so it probably like, yeah. wouldn't have been wouldn't as have a bad decision as Clark made. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was feeling very good by the time he was heading home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, short fuse. Thank you uh, for these beers. Um, like we said, you know, maybe maybe the next time the guys at my job uh, order from Taco Bell and they get a Baja Blast, I'm gonna ask for one so I can kind of compare it to it because when i saw yeah, that i was like oh okay maybe there's a taco bell that's near short fuse that we didn't know of uh and you know that's what that's what inspired them to do it maybe they talk I mean, hey man i'm not shitting on taco bell i love authentic mexican food but also i fucking love taco bell taco bell is delicious that is my promotion of the night taco bell give us some free tacos they're so, not a sponsor they're not a sponsor yet I just want free <laughs> tacos and chalupas. <laughs> but I also love authentic Mexican food. Okay. That's that's I think that's a good place to end it. Tony's rant. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting any Marvel movies or Marvel shows, but we could. But we could. We're just gonna end it with Taco Bell. Uh Brandon, love you, man. Love you too. And everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week for the full interview of uh, uh short fuse and then Brian. Bye. Bye. <laughs> This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms individually. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmdub81, on Twitter, bdub81, on untapped, bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Chicago. on Twitter, Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.